Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. That is well like a new mum. It's going to be an interesting chat with my studio guests because we've basically not stopped talking in the background the entire time they've been here and I'm very, very happy about that. Um, you know when you've got your pals in the studio, it just happens, doesn't it? Georgia, hello. Hi. It's so lovely to have you here. It's wonderful to be here. Thank um, you. And I love that because we talk to you a lot about your poetry. Um, you have many, many guises. I mean, give us a, give us a rundown of the, the different creative things that you do and have done. Um, obviously the poetry, uh, random story writing, bits of drawing, rubbish at painting, rubbish at dancing. Doesn't stop me from doing it on stage, though, um, because. I went into the burlesque to do um, hosting, emceeing in the background, but it turned out that the comic, the the comic side of it was huge as well. So while everybody else is being incredibly glamorous and gorgeous and creatively beautiful, there's me throwing myself about like some sort of giant sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you managed to look so glamorous. Oh, but it's while so you much do it. fun. Yeah, <laughs> and you're a, you're an actual real life mermaid. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Um, has she has a mermaid tail and everything. I do. A tail, a monofin, a top, the whole whole shebang. My word. Um, it's marvellous. And you are a musician. Well, you're, you're involved in a musical project. So you have been putting your poetry into this musical project, um, which is called Empire Of. Uh, before we come and talk to your, your partner in this whole thing, uh, just explain what it is. What is Empire Of? Empire Of... Um, honestly started as I had lost my voice because I had COVID and um, as my voice came back all I had was incredibly low or incredibly high in, in my cheekbones like Keris from Catatonia. I was going to say I love how you've got a bit Welsh there. <laughs> that was that was it that was the, uh, the only voices that I had I had no mid-range at all and I, I found it incredibly funny and sang one of my poems into my phone and and um, played it for Cosmic who went can you can you can you send that to me? And what Can a voice it is. I mean, when you sang, you must have been thinking, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love singing when I've got a cold. It's, it's a terrible thing because you're not supposed to do it. It's very, very bad for your throat. However, the tones that come out are always marvellously good fun. Um, but no, I, I really enjoy singing. I've, I've, I did... Um, harmonies for my sister for years Fran has an incredible voice she creates music under Zara Ruth please go and check her out she's on all the socials and she does a lot in the northwest she's quite often on BBC T's introducing um but because so has she been really supportive of you doing this then um she's always supportive of everything I do um she, we are she is a great cheerleader as we all are for each other um but no she she always wanted to sing the soprano part from um, what's it called? Man in the Mask. Um, oh, sing- Phantom of Phantom the, Opera. In the Opera. There we yes, go. Of course, yeah. So she would always do the high parts, and I always was roped in to do backing singing and low parts. Um, that was the background. So you have been singing for a long time in a way, but just not sort of out front as such. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I played Baran for years. We used to be in a folk band, so um, that was always backing vocals as well. Um, mainly because I, I love rhythms, I love drumming, but I, I've got a long-term chronic injury in my right arm now so I can't usually play it very often it's, it's but it makes easy. sense doesn't it when you say you love rhythm you love a sort of that idea of I suppose putting words into rhythm as well with poetry all sort of fits and so it's really it makes sense that the next step is then to take your words and use your voice in this way 
to make music with it. Absolutely. And I mean, all, all my characters for my poems and everything else, they're all just different voices. And singing is literally just taking one of those voices and bending it. But, so, <laughs> I, I, I don't think of it really as singing so much as just using someone else's voice, um, which sounds crazy. I appreciate it. No, I love that. that. Well, let's introduce Cosmic then, because Cosmic, you are the other half of Empire oh, of. Yeah, yeah. So um, you sort of basically create the soundscapes, do yeah, you, then? I for, definitely do, yeah. yeah. So That's tell us how it works. Well, um, we normally sort of come up with a concept over a flag and a cup of tea. And then, <laughs> you know, we come up with an idea or something, and um, we normally start hammering that out over a few days, and like I'll turn up with some sort of rough edge noise and uh or, or concept for it and um, george will nod her head or say mm, maybe we need to do something else and so we just work together like that all the time it's back and forth every day you know with, with, with us um making music but but my my background was like um found a member of um pigs on the wing um tokyo rose back in the day um rock band very busy rock band and I, I've been doing music all my life. It's a, I, I basically say that music is a byproduct of my existence. It's like going for a poo, or you know, it just <laughs> it comes it. out. It comes out. There's nothing I can do about it. So to have a talent like Georgia, um, be able to articulate it into him um, a, a vocal yeah. style thing is just um, phenomenal. And when the two of us get together, I think that we're we're, get, we're putting something very very special together. It's great fun. And um, it's really bonding for us, you know, we're, we're like, she doesn't fully understand my end and I don't fully understand her end, but we do sort of meet halfway. And, it um, just sort of works yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I think we should give people an idea of what you sound like, because it okay. is not like anything else that's out there over here, I don't think. It's very, very different. Okay. Um, and yeah, do you know what? I was going to try and describe it. I'm not going to, I'm just going to play it. So we're going to hear Garden first. Tell us a bit about Garden. Um, well, um, Georgia has a garden um, at the back of her flat there, and um, within this very small space, she's managed to. She has a very uh, big interest in flowers and plants and things like that, and also in her background work um, to do with medicine. She's very, very interested in um, old medicines and stuff like that, you know, historically. And um, she was growing all these plants, and she started to do research into them. Um, got a lot of uh, fun out of gardening, and started to name them in this poem. Um, and uh, found out their original uses, and that's where it came from, kind of. But there's also another side to it um, that, I don't know, um, just painting this uh, vision of how people used to use like plants for everything, right? Um, mm -hmm. In fact, all medicines is based from plants originally. And, um, and all this knowledge was there, and it just getting into it and looking into it, you know, for that subject, for that song. And she just articulated it in such a way with, with, with lyrics that it's phenomenal what she does. It's also because my, my garden, it's not really a garden, it's a yard and it's really small. But because we live in the middle of town, there's always the concern, has someone been in my garden? I have, I have great fear. And sometimes one of the cats locally does come and climb all over my plants and crush them and I get I really angry. That. It's very frustrating. It's very yeah. annoying. And the occasional drunk. Yes, <laughs> the occasional Surely drunk. Surely not. Surely yeah. not. <laughs> well, let's, let's let people have a listen to this first then. Uh, so this is Empire Of, who my studio guest this afternoon. You can drop us a, a text if you like. Say hello, 166 or 177. And this is that song. It's called Garden. Grow the shoots here my witch's garden Tiny green tendrils that reach to the light The fox 
Fox wears the bells here in my witch's gun. Atropel bells not keep watch in the night. My heart is purple as hellebore that blooms in cold and rain. My color warms with pleasure to thaw your frozen trees here in my witch's garden higher than head height but vain in your eyes short grow the shrubs here in my witch's garden all time is creeping at least in your eyes my heart is purple as hell that blooms in cold and rain my color Fume hangs heavy in my witch's garden. Lilac that lingers long after the sun. Firebird foxgloves in my witch's garden. Mend broken hearts, but could break them for fun. My heart is purple as hellebore.
that is a heck of a low note there, Georgia. <laughs> Do you know what? We were just chatting about this um, off air. Now, first, we're going to talk in a minute about the fact there's lots of different versions of these songs, but um, we were chatting uh, off air there about that, that that particular song and you know, sort of where it came from, but also the drama of it. And I think that's one of the things that makes this stand out is that you are, you are such a performer with this, the way you enunciate and the way you deliver the lines. I mean, is it just a feeling when you're in the studio? It's... <laughs> Studio. <laughs> yeah. Also, the recording process is slightly different to what people explain the recording process and how you do it because this is a bit different as well. So, so um, because we don't have equipment really, um, all of the vocals on all of these were recorded on my phone, which is insane. Um, and then emailed, emailed to Cole. Um, and Cole has what machines do you have? You've got your little eight track. Yeah, this is 16 track. It's 16 an tracks, FTX. Uh, no, not that. It's a type of currency I'm talking about. Um, it's an MT um, Fostex. That's what I, what I got mixed up. So somebody out there will go, oh, I know what he means. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fostex um, 16 track uh, recorder from probably the 1990s. Excellent. Um, it was part of the part of the process. We, we, we're, quite, we're quite retro people. I mean, I run a retro shop. That's uh, we we buy and sell and do up instruments. So um, when you get into that, like I have all kinds of strange instruments come through. When I repair them, I use them for a track, then sell them. So so you never know what's going to come through the door, and that ends up on the tracks, doesn't it? So. Which just makes again it adds to that whole kind of the the uniqueness of what you're yeah, doing, really, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? And that throwback because it does have. I, when I listen to it, um, I was saying off air there, it makes me think of Lamb. That was one sort of influence that I think. And if, if people have, don't know a lot of Lamb's work, the song they will know is Gorecki probably, isn't it? That was kind of like the big single. But go and listen to them because they are completely brilliant. Yeah. Um, do you ever listen to anything to get these kind of ideas? Or is it do you literally just go in there and go, let's just throw this stuff together? Well, um, I'd say for the, the deeper song, the Janis Joplin stuff, we Georgia and I listen to a lot of Janis Joplin because... We wanted to get that feel. When you're doing a tribute to someone like that famous, um, that's, she's got a massive fan base that's just, you know, un, un, unmovable. And um, you have to do it knowing what you're doing because, and like, I, I, because of the um, Pigs on the Wing background and all that, like, I, I did a lot of blues um, stuff, but never wrote a blues track like that. And, um, and so Georgia played me a lot of Janis Joplin, which I didn't know that many of a few of the famous tracks, but not not a great deal. So we just sat there listening to Janis Joplin tunes, and um, yeah, it came came out. You know, um, I think our musical influences between us are so varied yeah. Um, yeah. because my I mean I used to work in the original FOP in Glasgow. My all of my music then was I listened to an awful lot of techno, an awful lot of very like all white label music so to go from that from trad which is my background and obviously being on the isle of man everything is trad to go into pretty hard techno with my background of completely loving blues there's an awful lot of strange influences and of course theatrical stuff so yeah. anything bjorky i love lamb lamb is oh god absolute kate bush heaven. you a kate bush fan i love though. kate bush assuming, not yeah. as much as my son not as much as joe joe oh, loves kate bush we're gonna talk to joe shortly because he's in the studio as well and i want to talk to him about his music but first we're empire off so we, we, we will play deeper in a bit but before we do that we're going to play pedestals and before we play pedestals what i do want to talk to you about is the fact that there are lots of different versions of your songs explain please okay so the um 
the idea is to we're doing three versions of 12 songs and then a 13th one that will be on all the albums um but we're just doing it as a bit of a challenge to ourselves um because then people can pick and choose what they want you know what version they want to listen to because how different are they all they're pretty different like george has got me making waltzes for god's sakes <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't work on modern instruments and stuff and it's not that easy you um, need a harpsichord mate well we've used we've, <laughs> we've had used harpsichord. Harpsichord. <laughs> we're doing it um, i just but, get you guys <laughs> but you know um each each version has its own twang to it um both musically um, in fact, some of them, we actually use the same lyrics, but they sound like completely different songs because the music's been changed. Yeah. And and, um, and like, as I say, I, I, I write so much music, like, in my head and then straight onto the, the recording um, that it's not difficult to find, like, different versions or different rhythms or different um, approaches to things. In fact, we're about to do another version of Deeper, Um as a Baran folk tune yep. from a blues track to oh. Baran. But you can't play it because you're injured, George. No, she can. She can. We're going to. We're, I okay. will make her. I, I <laughs> Do it in short little stints. <laughs> exactly. Right. Have a rest. Put oh. something hot, hot wrap, yeah. and then carry on. You yeah. know what you're doing anyway. You I know medicine. Hit her so with an old good. tennis racket that I've got. In the house. <laughs> She'll do it. She'll do it. If I have to stay up all night, so we can use a vintage one from the shop. But if I have to stay up all night and 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 do this music, she's got to do it too. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not going to just be these. No, uh, it, en- it ends up being all sorts of strange yeah. things. Um, well, let's let them hear another another track here. So we've got pedestals here, and I should say, while we were playing the previous tune, Garden, um, Paul P messaged in halfway through, just in capitals, I should say, saying, "Love it!" with a big sort of loved Thank up you, kind P. of smiley face. <laughs> it you, could have been predictive text, though. He could have put "loathe it." And then accidentally added a lot of love at the end. Yeah, you never know. Uh, Well, hey, Paul, let us know what you think of this next one then. So this is Empire Of, and this is very different to the previous one again. This is called Pedestals.
sounds at the end and that extraordinary high note at the end there as well which came from uh, one of my studio guests uh, Georgia here we're talking to Empire of if you've just tuned in by the way uh, so we've got Cosmic and Georgia with us who are the duo that make up Empire of and that was um, Pedestals uh, we're going to hear that what is sort of the single in a way I suppose deeper in a moment we're just hearing about it with the Janis Joplin link but we haven't done your first yet and I, this is my new thing which I, this is my way of finding out a little bit about people and their backgrounds and I think you guys are going to have some interesting answers to these. Um, so, George, let's come to you first. So what was, uh, do you remember what the first album you bought was? And crucially, what format it was in? I do, but I was quite late buying my, my first album because all I did was steal my mum's vinyls for years. Well, that's pretty good in um, itself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum. But... You need to change it to what vinyl did you steal first? <laughs> <laughs> no, the first, the first album I bought, which was on CD, uh-huh. um, was... Kylie Minogue, Impossible Princess, which is the album that she made when she was going out with uh, Michael Hutchins. And it's the first one she made when she split from all the contracts. It's got drum and bass on it it's got some really good rock oh, music on so it cool. it's an amazing album I recommend anyone she did to go it. through that because she did that song with Nick Cave as well exactly didn't she? that which was, was just he, amazing he advised and produced on um, the album it's oh, brilliant good choice brilliant actually and again surprising which is why I love doing this <laughs> okay Cosme what was the first album you bought what format well it was um, vinyl um, it was a uh, an LP and it was um bought for me for my birthday really and it was um, hits of the 1960s and 70s so like a compilation a compilation thing. and the songs I remember it was that Slade song Because I Love You is that, is that what yeah. it's called oh Because I Love You yeah we got that I song love that, system, yeah. love that song and also the Mighty Quinn good really, show so I was yeah. born in 1971 though so I'm an old geezer <laughs> but um, yeah that was the first one for me alright what about Georgia the first live gig you remember going to see 
See, that's really hard. Again, over here, mm-hmm. probably the Tholton Builders. Oh, what a band. <laughs> what a band. That is a good show. And uh, do you remember kind of the energy of it and what it made you feel like? Well, we always were we were always surrounded by music, always had music in the house. And I just remember dancing because yeah. I love to dance. They did make you want to dance. Yes. They really did. Right. Uh, what about you, Cosmic? First, first gig you went to? First gig I went to was in a lounge uh, of some of my friend's house. And they were a band called the Hellfire Club. And it was my brother's mates, and um, I thought it was excellent because I was like literally feet away from the the musicians, and I, I literally thought I can do this, and that's that's what that's what people need to see, you know, they need yeah. to like get that close, like I can do this because you can, and this is the point, isn't it? You know, we we all we all can if we just even with nothing we can make music, and it's superb, and and everyone should, no matter what they've got, or what they haven't got, they should just be making music. Well writing said. poetry or just being creative right just doing something creative it's it's nourishing, it is nourishing isn't it it is yeah. nourishing yeah and and like there's no limit really it's only your imagination that is the limit like you know we used to use the backs of um, drawers as drums you know my first band I, I played a played a, um, a walk with a wooden spoon at one of my right. earliest gigs right. so well, you know you can do anything that's quite trendy now oh, but like back no in, this was 15 years yeah, ago yeah exactly but like <laughs> nowadays people are like oh I mean, the way that that album was made, it was children's percu- percussion instruments. From yeah, the that's what, yeah, I've got loads of them. Yeah, so exactly. I just, I just say, Do everyone anything. get out there. And if you go and watch music live, it it makes you realise that these people, same as the actors that I worked with a few years and stuff like that, it, it they're no different than us, you know. Yeah. And, and and so what they are, we can be. We just have to believe that we can do it and just do it. That's some inspiring stuff. Well, let's. So, what is your plan then for Empire of? Are you going to be performing these songs live then, or what? What's the kind of idea? At some point, yeah. <laughs> when you work C- out how. Certainly, into consideration when I'm when I'm doing these, I'm, um, I'm seeing the drummer playing, I'm seeing the guitar playing, um, and like how we can, you know, I mean, I'm I'm great friends with James Craig and you know the Pigs on the Wing yeah. Heart and all this that, and the other, and you know, there's so many so much talent out there that it wouldn't it wouldn't be hard to redo these live. And in fact, I've done backing tracks for Georgia, so she can perform all the vocals live at any time she likes. Um, but it would be nice to do some of these live. Um, it would. But we've still got to do. We're on song number four out of song number tw- uh, thirteen, mm-hmm. and then times that by three. <laughs> so I've got a lot of work <laughs> to do happen, first. It'll happen, but hopefully. but we need to wait hopefully, on it. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, we're gonna we're gonna basically wrap things up by playing deeper, and then we are gonna see if we can get Joe here to stay a little bit longer. Yeah. I might have a chat with him after six. Um, but. Georgia, introduce Deeper for me then. Just tell me a little bit about it um, and uh, and then we'll get this on because it's a good chunky track for us to finish with. Okay, so my first favourite, the album that I stole first and then played incessantly for years and years and years and years and years was Janis Joplin's Greatest Hits. And I mean, the the other one that I stole was um, Jethro Tull's Heavy Horses. <laughs> Sorry, mother. Um, but, but I was obsessed with Janis Joplin and she's my first favourite and no matter what happens, I will always, always love her. Um, now, this song came about because uh, Cosmic was asking me how did she die and what happened. And, of course, the the overarching story is that she overdosed on heroin, when actually that's not true. Um, Peggy Caserta, who was Janis Joplin's girlfriend when she was still alive, um, also the woman that invented bell bottoms, um, has, <gasps> we love you. Yes, has come out and said in the, that looking at the reports, Janis died with a handful of change, a packet of cigarettes in her hand, 
lying back on her bed with a broken nose and a mouthful of blood. Now, what they think happened was actually that she'd run out of fags because she was, sorry, cigarettes. She was waiting for two people to turn up for a tryst that particular night and neither of them did. Ran out of cigarettes, went to buy more from the vending machine, fell over on the way there, broke her nose, got her cigarettes, got a change, went back to her room, had taken a lot of heroin, lay down on the bed and choked to death on her own blood. Oh, rather my than, word. Rather than overdosing on heroin. So um, the song is the song that she would have written from Beyond the Grave. Um, but Interesting. The, the song Deeper has got lots and lots of song titles of hers strewn through it anyway. And there's there's bits where I we listened to her so that I could kind of steal her voice a little bit. There's bits where I've I've stolen accents that she uses and uh, pronunciations that she uses throughout it. So. Well, do listen out for all of those little clues there in this song. Um, so for now, thank you so much, Empire. We will chat to you again because we need to find out about mermaid projects and all kinds of things. But first up, this is Deeper. And you can find Empire of all over socials, on Spotify, all over the place as well. Do look them up. Just a woman left lonely. lonely 
singing in this empty room. I gotta try just a little bit harder to wait. My cigarettes burned out too soon. So I am out here walking in the rain. Little girl blue with her ball and chain. What good can drinking do?
a good tune. That is Talking Heads. Nothing but flowers. I, I think that's absolutely brilliant. That Again, I heard that the other day and went, oh, I need to play that for you. David Byrne, what a legend. Before that, Redbone, come and get your love. Right, something a little bit different now. Uh, we were chatting with Empire Of before, um, and they brought a guest with them. Um, hello, Joe. Hello. Uh, just explain your uh, relationship here with Empire Of. Why are you, why are you here? <laughs> because this is actually my family. So Georgia is my mum and Cosmic is my stepdad. So we're... Yeah. So you, came, you basically came up to kind of explore and just yeah. see what's going on and have an experience. But do you know what? We were chatting off air and I asked you to stay because you have quite the kind of musical background yourself anyway. So yeah. just, just tell us about your uh, sort of experience in music. So I like gaming music and also like the Japanese pop music as well, uh, which I find quite interesting. And I also like playing the piano and the keyboard. So, so yeah, and you've been doing this for quite some time, I think, haven't you? When yeah. when did you first start to play? Uh, I can't remember when I first got my Roland, but yeah, I got it in twenty fifteen. Uh, so some time ago. Do you mind saying how old you are now? Is that I'm okay? 14 now. 14. So he's been playing for some for a good amount of time here. And I wanted to talk to you to get kind of the perspective of someone of your age, basically, because you consume your music and, and find your music in a very different way. So you mentioned games there. Yeah. I think there's an awful lot of emphasis now, isn't there, on sort of the music that's in games? Because it's not just songs, it's soundtracks as well, isn't yeah. it? Tell us a little bit about that. So... I like the Undertale soundtrack because of like the different uh, varieties of sound effects, sound effects they use, and different like tunes, and how they're like put together differently. And there's a whole load of remixes. And I also like uh, which one are you thinking, Jack? Animations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The animations. Japanese animated music as well. So have you discovered like kind of different artists and things through listening to music from games? Uh, yeah, because the Undertale artist, Toby Fox, is one of my favourites. So, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. And then do you sort of like try and go and play some of the music yourself? Then? Yeah. Is that how it happens? I, so I, kinda... pl- I play by ear, so. Oh, that's so good. So what do you think of, uh, you know, your family's music then? What do you I, make of Empire of? I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. And it does get a little bit, out of hand in the car. Careful, careful. <laughs> you like it. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. But also I was hearing off air that uh, you've got a, a, a quite an eclectic taste in music in general. So you like a lot of sort of older artists, don't you? Yeah. Give, give us a rough idea of who you would quite often find yourself listening to. So I would say, as Cosmic mentioned off air, uh, Madness. Yeah. Uh, I like Kate Bush. Uh-huh. And I like uh, uh, who was it? The White Stripes recently. Yeah, White Stripes as well is a good one. Good choice. That is a good choice. So, um, what advice would you have then for someone who's thinking and might might want to kind of like explore getting into music themselves at your age? I mean, because you obviously get a lot out of it, don't you? Yeah, I I would recommend like maybe start off with like games you know uh-huh. sort of thing. So like Sonic or Mario or like the classics or Legend of Zelda. And like maybe try start practicing with that, and try and maybe Google like sheet music for it if you can read music. So 
because it means then you're sort of learning to play something that you love already yeah. which is great isn't it and what would be your plans for music do you want to carry on doing music I, I would like to continue doing music but I haven't chosen music for my GCSE because it's quite difficult but I like doing music like just out of school times and at break time at school I like doing going on the piano Oh, fantastic. I think he's got a good future ahead of him here. Um, I just had you come around this other side to have a look at how all of this works. Technically, I'm going to try and encourage you to maybe consider a career in radio as well, because <laughs> you seem like you've got the nose for it. So uh, I'm going to let you introduce the next song for us, Joe. Would you mind doing that for us and then we'll sure. get it on? OK, what are we going to hear then? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe. It's lovely chatting with you. Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.